0: How about this? We treat humans like humans and let them them excel.
1: Vacation all ever wanted. Vacation have to get away. Kirby, that's what I'm thinking about as we start Mm. off episode number 162 of the Promo Upfront podcast. I need a vacation, but Mm. as of right now, I am still one of your co-hosts for this fine podcast. My name is Bill Petrie. With me as always, let's call him the emperor of the expansion, the one and only Kirby Hossman. Kirby! How the green golf shirt are you? <laughs>
0: I'm doing well. I, hey, I actually don't generally like green, but my my daughter ordered this as a sample, and I really like it. It's a it's please very comfortable. Me,
1: please tell me it was jade.
0: Yeah, yeah, jade, jade. Yes, yeah. Jade is a shade of green. Yeah, that's right. And so anyway, I'm, I'm I'm doing really well. Um, things are rocking and rolling. Um, trying to keep things. We've we've noticed an uptick in August, which I like. Good. Um, so
1: yeah, yeah, things are going well, buddy. How about you? Things are good. Just super busy. We're getting kids shipped off to school, uh, back to uh, college. Drew leaves today for Mississippi State. Mitch will leave next week for Alabama. And so a lot of things going on yeah. right now. But like I said, I need a vacation. I'm kind of daydreaming a little bit about what that might look look like. And uh, you know, Kirby, things often get me to thinking about other things. And you know, this got me thinking about suppliers that make it easy for us to work with them. And and mm-hmm. I don't know about you, but in my spare time. I like to review SAGE ratings. I know that sounds <laughs> wild and wacky, but I do. Call it a hobby, call it a pastime, call it whatever you want. But those SAGE ratings really help me understand what suppliers really do get it. Given the given that background, Kirby, I want to share a few comments that really just jumped off the digital screen for me when I was reading them okay. because it really struck me. And Even more, they're all re- uh, referring to the exact same supplier. So are you hmm. ready for this? I'm ready, yeah. A pleasure to work with amazing always a great experience attentive to every detail now kirby armed with those quotes i have zero doubt you can guess which supplier they're all talking about that's got to be evans that's like a no-brainer right kirby again i would if i had a twinkie i would give you one i don't (laughs) but i'm giving you a virtual twinkie because yes you deserve a prize absolutely kirby Working with Evans is an absolute no-brainer. As part of the HPG family of uh, supplier brands, Evans continues to build, develop, and encourage a culture where their entire ethos is to make it easy to work with them. I know that's really important when you're uh, choosing a supplier, Kirby, to work with. Uh, Why is that so important to you, and why is working with Evans so important with you?
0: Well, again, I've said many times that I'm in the uh, the business of making promises for other people. And I want to make, I want to be in business with people who keep their promises and obviously not only keep their promises, but do it in a way that is frictionless. That's something that you talk about a lot. And so, you know, for me to not only build my business, but build it in a way that I can then continue to build my business because I'm letting the, the great supplier do what they do best. That's, that's, that's a
1: wonderful thing. Kirby, I couldn't agree any, uh, I couldn't agree more. I mean, there might be more, I just couldn't do agree more because that's yeah. just such an agreement statement I have there. <laughs> so distributors, are you, when you're ready to move the usual friction, just remove it out of your life. Uh, just like what Kirby was talking about, remove that usual friction that slows you down when working with other suppliers. Head over to evans-mfg.com and experience how the good folks at Evans will absolutely work their tails off to make your life easier. All right, Kirby, this is episode number 162. I um, I have the honor of having the upfront section today, and it's an honor. At the outset, I called you the emperor of expansion, and I saw this little nugget. It's a—it's it, probably going to be a quick topic, and that's okay. okay. I saw that Spectre and Company is expanding into the United States. I don't mm-hmm. know if you're aware of this. So yep. they opened a new facility in Las Vegas after solely operating in que- Quebec, Canada for 70 years, and they're even moving personnel to uh, the United States. Ashley Coletti is, is, uh, and her husband, Jared, uh, they're migrating from uh, Canada and moving to, uh, Las Vegas. Uh, they see the benefits as coast to coast coverage. Uh, they have a a real great collaboration, at least what I've seen online in the pictures, a collaboration area, almost like a showroom, Hmm. uh, if, uh, where people can go in and get some team expertise. And I love the location in Vegas, by the way, especially with expo, probably people go in early and see that. Yeah. And then faster sample requests, uh, because they will have a shipping point in, in, uh, Las Vegas, United States. So, I want to get your thoughts on that. Do you see that as something that is something necessary for uh, a Canadian supplier to do to grow their business? And I want to get your take on that from a distributor perspective. Yeah,
0: I, I don't know if I'd say necessary, but do I see it as an advantage? Absolutely. Um, the, anytime I again. What's the first? I I think one of the first questions you're asking when you meet with a new supplier is, okay, where do you ship out of? How how quick can you get the product to me? It's just one of the the things we have to deal with on a daily basis. So, and I've heard you talk about this. The best suppliers do all the the basic things right. They've got cool product. They do the decoration right, stuff like that. Well, if it doesn't make it to the destination in time, this is a pointless exercise and we've wasted everybody's time and money. And so the reality of it is, is if you can ship out of someplace, FOB in the United States, that's gonna be a quicker delivery to many people, obviously more on the West side, but yeah, that catches my attention. And, And by the way, as a side note, I'm always impressed when uh, any organization, distributor, supplier outside of the industry makes a, a capital expenditure like this, that is just that's such a statement of, yeah. hey, not only are we bullish on the industry, we're bullish on the, like, you know what I mean? It is a, it is a right. um, statement of faith. And so kudos to them.
1: That's the one thing I had latched onto the word I was using is investment use capital expenditure, same thing. We're just yeah. parsing words at this point. That type of investment is an absolute statement. Inspector has really done some amazing things over the last couple of years with hiring some key personnel. They've kind yeah. of got a dream team up there that uh, Sam Cates has, has assembled. They've got yeah. some great people uh, in, in Ashley and Arena Ashfield mm-hmm. um, from you know. So it, it, it's really a bold statement saying we are staking a claim. Yeah, in a different not only a different city, different country. So I love it. One other quick hit. So let's shift gears. We both agree on that. Let's call this the promo quick hits. Um, I don't know if you saw the ASI supplier or supplier, uh, statement state of the industry, uh, report. I did. I, did. I glanced through it. Yeah, I apologize. Um, and one thing jumped out at me, maybe we'll do a deeper dive on, on the whole thing next week. I don't know. That's a yeah. tease that we just <laughs> don't even know we're going to talk about next yeah. week that one, this is one statistic, and I want to get your your take on it. 97% of distributors said that they were, quote, concerned about suppliers raising prices. And more than half of those, 53%, said they were extremely concerned. What are your thoughts on suppliers raising prices, Kirby? Um,
0: Yeah, I think it is, I think distributors who are not concerned are being like, of course there you should be concerned because your customers are going to be concerned. Um, and so, and now that being said, that doesn't mean that I think suppliers are wrong for doing it. Uh, the cost of okay. everything, including milk and whatever has gone up. Um, yeah. I think one of the things you and I've talked a lot about is the idea of communicating. Um, and so we've started uh, probably not consistently enough talking to clients about, look, the cost of everything is going up. And I actually had a conversation with another distributor, gosh, last week at a golf outing. And he was like, man, it's harder and harder to maintain margin. Um, that was something he, he said. And I, I, it was fascinating to me because I was like, I just kind of took it in. I didn't agree, disagree. I, but I think during times, inflationary periods, what it uh, uh, having thought about it a little bit after they said it was it is harder and harder to main, maintain margin in inflationary periods when you're being reactive. It's yeah. really, really hard um, because, if, right. like, even just like repeating calendars that have done for years and years and years, and all of a sudden there's a 60% bump, man, customers do push off. Yeah. But I would say that it's more important than ever to be on the front end. Of the sales conversation, because I think there is less of a pushback when you are cr- pushing things—not pushing, but presenting yeah. things that are um, new and innovative—and then there's less of a conversation around the inflation.
1: Yeah, no, I, I don't. I don't necessarily disagree with you, but I want to push back a little bit. I don't think there's a reason for concern. It, I think the concern is that everything is what you said. Every price is going up. Yeah, and for people singling out, I am concerned that suppliers are raising their prices. Well, the cost of their goods is going up. The cost yeah. of the raw materials is going up. So that, as we always say, shit rolls downhill. Sure. So to me, again, you hit it again, Kirby. We are 100% in sync today, which is making me very tense. <laughs> it's the communication to your clients. It says, look, you know, everything, unfortunately, is going up, including the cost of the raw materials necessary to create the promotional products you want. So please understand that the prices are going up. But it's also an opportunity for distributors, in my mind, to, like you said, when you're reactive, you, you are going to see your margins yeah. erode because you're you're playing defense. Yeah. What you can say is, look, cost of goods are going up. What we need to do to get in front of this is plan ahead. What do you have coming up over the next six months? How can the more time we have to plan, the more creative I can get within your budget, And the more cost effective, we can make your promo. We're not going to have any sort of fire drills at the last minute. We're not going to have uh, compressed timelines and things like that. So not that that's going to mitigate the cost of goods. Cost of goods are what they are. Yeah, sure. But it might give you that opportunity to play offense. And again, what do we want to be seen as promotional products distributors? You want to be seen as a forward thinking business person. By being reactive, you're not doing that. You're just panicking with everybody else. Yeah. Yeah, I forward thinking and have those conversations. Sorry. Uh, Agreed.
0: Again, I think we agree. And maybe we are, again, parsing words a little. But you asked if I'm concerned. And yeah, sure. And I don't think it's irresponsible to be, be concerned. No. And, but, but, and, and the other piece I'd say though, is no, and and you know, this, no matter how much I communicate, I can write blogs, I can send emails, I can do videos. Mm -hmm. And there's going to be a percentage of my uh, clientele who don't listen to it at all until they go to buy t-shirts and then go, what the hell. Right. And so it's a concern, but I
1: I do not blame. This is not a a shot at suppliers at all, but it's a concern the i have the same concern but to me yeah. it's more of a glow as a it's a yes. nationwide or global concern sure. it's not a specific targeted concern because yep. of our industry everything's going up salt is going up for yeah. crying out loud yeah so, no agreed you know, eggs think- at
0: one point well, you couldn't you couldn't afford to buy eggs yeah 100% right um but, but I, right. I really like what you said though just really quickly to put a button on it yeah. is to say but when you say hey this is an opportunity to go and like i i, I made a mental note to say okay this is because it's it's a thing that is in my mind right now, Bill, is we yep. need to get back in front of some of these conversations. So what do hey, those hey, conversations look like? It's, it's about saying, hey, th- that's a way for you to create the conversation so that you're not just checking in.
1: Right. And for the people who don't listen, who don't read your blogs, who don't mm-hmm. respond to meeting requests and things like that, when they do have that last minute response and it is going to be expensive and they have sticker shock, that's an opportunity to say, This is what I've been, I've been really hoping to have a conversation with you before this. I'm sorry, this is where we're at, but moving forward, we can mitigate this by doing that. Yeah. And that's a great opportunity. Always an opportunity for conversation. All right, Kirby, I have a quick question for you. Okay. Don't you wish there was an outdoor blanket that was water resistant? I do. I've got a follow-up question. (laughs) Don't you wish that that same blanket featured edge-to-edge sublimation for decorating complex images? That would be so cool. It really would. Hold on. I'm shopping. I've got another follow up question, <laughs> Kirby. Don't you wish that same blanket had no setup charges and EQP pricing for 24 pieces? That would be unbelievable. It, it, it's well, believe it now, <laughs> sir, because you can thank our friends at Canada Blanket because their Epicolor Tech Explorer blanket can deliver all of that and so much more. So check them out at dot Promo.com. You're not going to be sorry you did. All right, Kirby, regale us with a topic of your choosing. So this is a last minute topic. I was thinking about different um, okay. topics I could bring up this morning.
0: And I actually was considering, you know, about a topic and, you know, most of the time we don't know what we're talking about, but every once in a while, we'll reach out to each other and say, Hey, I'm thinking right. of bringing this up. I don't want to blindside you.
1: Especially if if there's some sort of controversy. Yeah.
0: And and this, this is not. Okay. So don't, don't, mm-hmm. you can declench. Um, but I, so I didn't email you this morning, as you know. Because I was yeah. like,
1: no, Bill doesn't like it when I do that. <laughs> the no. day of the podcast. <laughs> um, I do not. It's not the day of the podcast. Whenever I get an email from you about, hey, I'm thinking of bringing this up, it's like 40 minutes before we're starting to record. Yeah, yeah, it's I, a I, deep thought, and I'm like, I'm my brain's still on low fuel.
0: Yeah, totally. Uh, but that's when I'm doing prep for this podcast. And so th- this is the point of this conversation. You, okay. on the other hand, I think prep oh, yeah. days in advance, right? So... um. And, and sometimes I will see, I try to have like a little card where I, if I mm-hmm. see a topic that I think, oh yeah, that's perfect. I'll I'll put it there. But I spend mm-hmm. most of my time, you know, 5.30 in the morning, the the morning of the podcast thinking about, okay, this is what I want right. to talk about today. I say that to say that there's not like one way to do it, right? No, not at all. So we've talked about this in the past, but I thought it'd be interesting to bring it up. Where do you and I've got a couple if you mm-hmm. want me to go first but yeah. where is it that you get inspiration for topics now is it mm-hmm. and this might be for this particular podcast or for your blogs um that right. sort of thing give me a couple places where you're like okay I need some ideas and and maybe start with this podcast cuz that like where am I going to look
1: for ideas for this yeah. So good Good thing. I So generally just, to, you, know, you shared how you prepare. Yep. I generally prepare the afternoon before. Okay. I try to give it as much time as I can for any sort of big industry news that might right. drop. So we're as close as possible to that. And then once I get it, once I set it to bed, you know what, I, Kirby, you, you'll know when I'm done, when I send you some of the graphics yep. that uh, we use for the podcast. So that's when I'm done preparing yep and so uh, I probably need to be, be do better job of being on the fly like you are oh, in no, the no, morning no. of the podcast no it's different uh, and, and and so I and can know. I just can I just say yeah. almost yeah. always when you send me
0: that my mental yeah. my initial mental space is oh shit I'm not ready for that right now but yeah like because i'm I'm not ready to think about that yet but neither right. of us are wrong yeah. like that's my point okay? no it's just the way
1: yeah. I manage yep. my week So yep yep, yep. same. um where do i get my topics so uh, the promo stuff's pretty easy asi news ppai news uh, promo marketing on occasion things like that um, if if i don't have enough topics that i've just seen throughout my week so as i read news online as i see things float across the transom as it were whether it's email or something else i'll make a note of that's interesting to talk about it applies to the podcast so i I keep a running list on these sheets. I mean, I do actually prepare, yep. as I'd like to joke with people. It takes a lot of work to look this unprepared for a podcast, <laughs> um, so I kind of keep a rolling, a rolling thing of topics. Um, as far as the blog and things like that, that's usually in the moment. I'll I'll hear a phrase, or I'll think of something, or something's really irritating me or yeah, that's a good point. You know, yeah. To me, that's much more of a, I have to strike when the iron's hot. So, you know, not to say that I have an idea, everything falls by the wayside, but when I have an idea for a blog, I immediately open up a word document because I do use word for that stuff. And I write out the title because I always write from the title down. I think, you know, that. Yeah. Um, And I know what I want to say. And I'll write a couple like three or four sentences or three or four nuggets and then I'll build around that. So I'll, I'll put the bones down and then... So that's it, I get that down and then I'll get back to it when I'm yeah. done with this project or maybe I'll do it right then if it's timely. Yeah. Time. So to me, it's it's I don't go to specific searches or anything like that. Occasionally on the podcast, if there's not much going on, I'll do a marketing news mm-hmm. uh, search. I'll look at marketing brew, which I get every day. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll look at fast company and things like that, but nothing hard and fast. It's just whatever... Whatever fills 30 minutes is pretty much my goal. <laughs> no, it's totally fair. Um, and I think we have we have some
0: overlap here. Um, you know, ASI uh central for sure. Like for from whenever I have the promo up yep. front topic, I'm like, okay, I gotta go to PPAI and I've got to go to ASI. Right. They both do great job uh covering the yeah. industry. Uh the morning brew. So okay, let me back up. Uh LinkedIn for years was my uh Right. It was your go-to. Yeah, and I still do that. Um, and I went there this morning just kind of looking. Um, but the other one is the morning brew. There's marketing brew and there's morning brew. Yeah. For whatever reason, I get more out of the morning brew, which is a, a week or a daily yeah. uh, newsletter um, that kind of delivers the news. And often if there's a big branding or marketing topic, it yeah. makes the headlines and then I can dig
1: deeper. Um, yeah, I can only handle one brew at a time. So <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm proud of you for able to consume multiple brews. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Well, yeah, that's, sometimes that's good. Sometimes it's bad. Um, uh, podcasts I'm listening to, um, yep. is, is another place that, and those are more just like random ideas. Like, Oh, that's Those are like personal development. And then right. the final one that I was thinking about, and this, this is, this is for blogs. This is for videos I do. And this, and often for the podcast is what am I currently struggling with? Okay. That is actually I like that. where I come up with a lot of okay. What what advice would I give myself? What 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 advice am I giving my sales team? What advice what yeah. what are the things that I'm working on or that I'm struggling with? And that actually often helps me come up with ideas for yeah. content because I think it's one of those where when you know it well enough to explain it and teach it, you tend to know it better. Does that make sense?
1: No. And so I totally agree. Yeah. So no, and, and I. It, Go ahead, I'm sorry. Right.
0: no, that's it. I, that, those are those are sort of my where I come up with those ideas. And so I was just curious to yeah. see if that's evolved for you over time.
1: It, it It does. I mean, when it comes to the blog, especially, the blog is not this hard and fast thing. Sometimes it is about business. sometimes it's about just me. sometimes it's about personal stuff. I, I never know what it's going to be about from one week to the next. So a lot of times that is in the moment, something I'm struggling with and, and how do I, how do I get over that? How do I handle that? So it, it, it there's some definite overlap there. I probably need to dig into market or morning brew a little bit more. That tends to be a, uh, a nanosecond delete for me, for whatever reason, <laughs> Just, you know, but that's, I need probably to focus on that. That's good stuff. All right, Kirby. Cool. So I have something in. Uh, I have a whole bunch of departments over here. You can't see them on screen, but you know we talk about pot preparing for the podcast. Sometimes I'll see something and I'll file it in certain departments. Yeah. This one came out of the irony is delicious department, Kirby. Oh, I bet I know um, exactly what you're going to talk about. I, I hope so because it's Doom one of my topics. Is- zoom is ordering employees back to the office <laughs> it's exact- that's right, that was my next topic if it wasn't yours that's funny <laughs> excellent excellent so they're enforcing a structured hybrid approach employees that live near an office need to be on site to count them two days a week because it's quote most effective for the video conferencing service In a company statement, they stated, well, that's what a statement does, doesn't it? It states, uh, as a company, we are in a better position to use our own technologies, continue to innovate and support our global customers with this approach. We'll continue to leverage the entire Zoom platform to keep our employees and dispersed teams connected and working efficiently. So it's a trend we're seeing, especially in tech companies. Google has done this, Salesforce has done this, Amazon's done this, Um, not surprising. There's been a bit of a pushback from the employees, Kirby. So, yep. you know, it's interesting because we're seeing we, we've, we you know, COVID brought everybody go home, everybody go home. And then out of COVID, nobody wanted to go back to work, to an sure. office. They were comfortable working from home. And then you see the rise of companies like WeWork that are, you know, co-location, uh, you know, individual office things. Now, WeWork, for example, they're really struggling because so many companies have forced people back to the office. They have substantial doubt, and that's what they quote. Substantial doubt exists about their ability to stay in business, because which means they're about to go 80... bankrupt. Yeah, correct. Their stock is down eighty five percent this year. So I have two questions for you. Count them two. Number one, what do you think of this move and trend? And number two, why is it important to work in an office, or is it important to work in an office? I have answers to these if you want, but I'll yep chat my yupper if you'd like to go. Yeah. Um, it, it, like a lot
0: of things, I think this is complex. Um mm-hmm. so I think what's important to note is that I am a person who likes to work from an office, right? Yeah. i it, yeah. I think I've said repeatedly, I love the ability to work from home. I don't want to be forced yeah. to work from home., Correct. Um, and now, that being said, I think the same is probably, like, One of the things I struggle with almost everything in life is when somebody says, this is the solution that works for everybody. Those people are always full of shit. Always. correct. (laughs) I'm not an always never person. One size does not fit all when it comes to diet, when it comes to fitness, when it comes to relationships, when it comes to work. Like one size does not fit all. I One of my best friends from high school, introvert, great guy he has been remote working he works from Nate for nationwide he's an mm-hmm. it guy and can, and has proven over 20 years he works from he's home effective yeah. and i think if you put him in an office it would decrease his effectiveness
1: mm-hmm.
0: i think i'm more effective the, the, where i struggle with is and I kind of get what they're doing, but okay, it's got to be two days. It's got to be structured. Yeah. It's got to be this. It's got to be that. I actually understand it because you want, as you have said, you mm-hmm. want to create those accidental collisions. And I get that, but dude, like, how about this? We treat yeah. humans like humans and let them, nope. and Wrong. Let them nope. excel uh, the way that. that they can excel. I, I, I don't understand. So our team is like... We the people who work in my office tend to want to be in. We have remote sales team, but the moment Dustin says, "Hey man, I need to work from home today," so yeah, right. (laughs) Like I think we need to do more of that, um, and and not try to make it. Well, Tuesdays and Thursdays, this is what we do, and by God, you're going to have happy hour after Thursdays because we're going to have some goddamn fun, whether you like it or not. Like, right. To me, that's where this is all broken. I don't think it's a a the death knell of Zoom because they're forced or they're. They're asking people to come in and work sometimes it's irony for sure. But anyway, I, that's, there's probably a longer answer than you wanted, but I just think there's no one fine. size fits all.
1: Uh, no, I, I agree. Uh, something I say a lot is I don't love when people speak in absolutes, yes. always, never things like that. And you touched on that. I think what, what, what I struggle with this type of move is you're, you're trying to fit everybody and you're trying to treat everybody equally. And I'm sorry, perhaps I subscribe to the Bill Parcells, uh, who's a football coach, if you don't know, rule of leadership. Not everybody gets treated equally. You have superstars that get a little more slack and you have B and C players that you you hold a hard line against. And that's just the way life is because life isn't always equal. It's certainly not fair. Mm -hmm. And so by applying some sort of static rule to every employee that two days a week, even if you give them the two days to pick, um it's not it's not going to work because you're trying to fit everybody into a certain slot yes. maybe because you have a really ridiculous lease you have to pay off and you want to yeah. justify it i think what we as humans create cre- crave not create what we crave more than anything else is freedom or at the very least the illusion of freedom yeah. right so if you're going to force people to work two days in an office i think i think i you know i i really like your thought process here and it's the same one i have that's candidly why (laughs) i like it um you talk to people who needs to be in an office and who doesn't sometimes customer service that needs to be in an office setting right i mean i'm sure you'd agree with that yeah it just depends sometimes they need to be in an office setting sometimes they don't you need to look at your individual business and then more importantly look at the people you're serving yeah. What do your clients want and need? And then talk to people. I know it's a radical idea, but maybe <laughs> talk to your employees. What works for them? What doesn't work for them? And,
0: and then know, measure if you're it. Gonna
1: Speak. Yeah. If you're going to speak in absolutes or you'll know, have absolute, you know, then it's time to say, you have to work in the office. That's the culture we want to build. I can get behind that because I can't argue against that. Right. If, if I'm, if I'm company X, and I want everybody in the office and maybe it makes people less productive. Then I'll hire people who are more productive in an office. That's the culture I want to build. You can't, to me, that's something that you can't argue against. I don't necessarily agree with it. Um, I've learned to work from home. Right. I still crave what you have. I'm, I'm jealous at times of what you have. You get to go to an office. You get to have human interaction. I, I, I miss that, but you make it work. And so I think, again, trying to fit everybody, uh, especially Zoom, I don't know how many people they employ, but fit everybody in this little box is very short-sighted and it shows the lack of humanity. And you touched on this in your answer. It shows a lack of humanity for individual, not preferences, but individual skill sets, individual abilities, individual freedoms. And and I think it's a, I think it's kind of short-sighted, just blanket statement like that.
0: And that's Bill Petrie and he approves this
1: message. You're damn right. I do. <laughs> All right. Do you have any, do you have a quick topic or you I, want to touch I, on
0: that? Or you? N- no, I, I think it's time for your exciting announcement. It,
1: it, I have a, I have a very exciting <laughs> announcement. It is the long anticipated return of top three, bottom three. That's right. We've got top <laughs> three, bottom three. What we're going to talk about today, Kirby, is entertainment streaming platforms okay Mm. we're talking about streaming platforms not live tv so it's not going to be youtube tv or fubu or anything like that the streaming services that seem to have multiplied exponentially over the last five years and um they have also exponentially increased their price over the past five years Mm. individually yeah, yeah. so yeah. which would and i'd like your responses to these as we go okay cool um, do you want me to go through top three first or bottom three i think we should start with bottom three but i, I agree. agree to you
0: no i agree i
1: agree number three the three the third worst streaming service in the history of streaming services is peacock i <laughs> okay. don't know what it is i know it's owned by nbc and i think the only reason anyone would get peacock is because they want access to the office kirby what say you I, that's like, when you said it. I l- let me tell you that essentially, when
0: you said it, I was like, "Oh yeah, I forgot that existed." <laughs> I had no exactly. idea. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. That's what I got. So,
1: Peacock is number three. Number two, Max. Man, oh. it is the it, it it is. We have Max. We do. We this, by the way, the only one we don't have is Peacock on this entire okay. six list um max terrible navigation and one thing that bugs me so we get max through youtube our youtube tv subscription oh okay it continually logs me out uh, and there's no there's no scanning of the phone like a qr code okay it's always type in a password which i hate doing is i my right thumb is yeah. getting ridiculous amounts of exercise scrolling through the keyboard hey real quick side note streaming services Lay your keyboard out like a keyboard we have on a desk. I'm tired of seeing A, B, C, D, E, F. No, lay it out <laughs> like a freaking keyboard that we're all used to. It's annoying. Stop it now.
0: Yeah, so again, one of the things I love about you is you have strong and, and thoughtful opinions on everything. Uh, and so what I would say about this one, and I want to hear the rest of the list, no. my only pushback would be, I I don't watch a, a lot of Max, but no. I am often like, impressed with the content the specific the content, content of, of max i'm like oh that's really good that's really good and like the the winning times coming back i'm like okay i want to mm. dig in to
1: watch that so I, I i do like their content again no i again this is my list this is not kirby's list so yeah. kirby bears no shame in this list this oh, no, is no, all my fault though Peacock I, does the suck. worst <laughs> the worst it does <laughs> excuse me the worst of all of them kirby Apple TV plus 1000% Apple <laughs> TV plus, And I'm going to tell you why um, I have Apple TV plus very limited content. The content they have is good, very good, but very limited content. Number two, if you don't use it on an Apple device, if you use it on your LG TV, it is so buggy. And I believe it's intentionally. So Apple has a long and rich history of punishing you. If you're not using an Apple device to use an Apple service, um, The other thing is when you pause a show, you've got about 45 seconds to resume it or it pops out to the menu screen and you try to hit resume and it starts it over. So Mm -hmm. there's a constant, I've got to fast forward to find where I'm at. I really find that annoying. Mm -hmm. Um, So that's Apple TV plus the absolute worst.
0: Yeah, I, again, I, I think part of it, I, I drive uh, my interest in um, apps based on the content, and Ted Lasso is probably my favorite show in the last 20 years, and I'll pay for Apple TV just for that one. Um, so now, mm-hmm. and, and the other thing I would say is like, um, I, I haven't run into some
1: of those issues. So I, I, again, no. I'd put Peacock way worse than that, but okay, okay, sure. list. All right. All right, hey again, my list, so I can't be wrong, and I love that. So, <laughs> the worst streaming service of all time, Apple TV Plus. All right, let's go to the top three. Okay, we? okay. Sounds Number good. three, Kirby, the third best streaming service, Hulu. That's right, Hulu or Hulu, 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 Kirby. Um, it's great selection of content, amazing, broad content, huh? uh, great original programming. And it's super cost effective. It is of the lowest cost of all of the the streaming services that I'm aware of. I might be a little wrong on that, but that's my belief. And just great content, easy navigation. Great, great, great. Super. Love it.
0: I know almost nothing about Hulu. So I'll have to take your word for it on this one. You said original content. I, I don't know what original content's on Hulu. Yeah. So,
1: I, okay. Only Murders in the Building comes to mind, which is fantastic with the genius that is Steve Martin. So Okay, okay. okay. That, that can... All right. Number dose. Disney Plus. Okay. I had Disney a feeling Disney would plus, plus would be on one. Yeah. that one of the reasons they have so much beloved content. If yeah. you like the Marvel superhero movies, they've got all that. If you love Star Wars like my Billy Hart does, they've got that. They've got um uh The Simpsons, they've got every episode of The Simpsons on there. So mm-hmm. they've got a really beloved content. And the resolution, it's all ultra HD. It's all upscaled into 4K. I love that. Great, great service, even though they're losing money and they're probably going to be out of business in four weeks. Still a great service. And they yeah. just re-raised their prices again by four bucks. Yeah, oh.
0: yeah, literally just. Uh, and so, okay. So what I'm realizing as you've done this, I love you doing this, by the way. Any, anytime you want to do this, mm-hmm. I'm in. Um, so I, what I am realizing is I value uh, streaming platforms based on original content i don't give a damn about the simpsons reruns i don't care um that's just not something i i just don't care um but it like i've never watched the mandalorian that would be a reason for me to get i don't have disney plus
1: (laughs) yeah i just turned off my screen i just turned off my screen because kirby upset me so much that i does not watch (laughs) the mandalorian
0: Uh,
1: that's not the way that is not the way Okay.
0: Okay. But see, again, it's not been valuable enough for me to get that particular streaming service, and and it's all based on the the one or two that I watch the most. So YouTube TV is the one I watch the most, just because I can put it on and it's like TV. Um, But one of the two that I watch the most is not going to be on your list at all because you've only got one spot left, and it's all based on original content. So.
1: Well, again, and I I get that, and I understand that, I respect that. Remember, this is not like. It's live tv this is not yep, in live tv stream okay yeah i that really disappoints me about the mandalorian i, I <laughs> gotta be honest with you I, I, i'm i i i don't have the words to effectively communicate and i don't have disney plus so, <laughs> so um, you don't have
0: the words i don't have disney
1: all right the number one <laughs> the number one best most bestest most beloved it is the awesomeness. Streaming service is the Netflix, the much maligned Netflix, but oh, yes. they have such an amazing selection of content. Yep, always producing new content. So I have a feeling Kirby's not going to disagree with me on this. Yep. Um, it's super. It's an easy to navigate. God bless them. They have not changed their menu in four years that I'm aware of, and I love that. I you know sometimes I feel like these services change just because they want to change. Yep. I don't love. I don't love when I go to a streaming service or something that updates without any of my knowledge. And stuff. yeah, oh, uh, where what? Uh, YouTube TV <laughs> just did that, by the way, with uh, where their how their li- library is constructed, yeah. like for recorded shows. And it's it's, it's like I don't want to learn this. But yeah, Netflix number one bar none. binga, benga bunga banga. Zero
0: issue with number one.
1: Like, again, if and again, it would be really inconsistent (laughs) of
0: me if I didn't like Netflix because original content, at least from my perspective, that's what I think of them. I I, Again, I don't go to watch a rerun of The Transporter. Like, I go to watch original content. And so otherwise, I'm going to watch a rerun of uh, Big Bang Theory on YouTube TV. Like, my my point is I'm going to a streaming service only to watch a specific thing that I can't get someplace else.
1: So you don't ever want to say get on Paramount Plus, for example, or wherever else is housed and watch maybe an Indiana Jones movie because it's a good movie and it just makes you feel good to watch something that you're familiar with. No,
0: no, not really. I already know how that ends. Oh, my gosh.
1: Okay, (laughs) so we're done with this podcast. But what we're not (laughs) done with, I'll tell you who's not done doing something. And that's our good pals at Evans. They're not done. Doing everything they can to make your distributor life easier. That's right, kids. If you go to their Sage Ratings, it's amazing what you see. It truly is. People talk about things like they're a pleasure to work with. They're all. It's always a great experience, and they're attentive to every detail. They really have a culture and an ethos of making your distributor life easier. So you want to learn more? Well, of course you do. Head over to our good friends Evans at Evans-Mfg.com on either your stationary or portable Google device. You will not be sorry. Did Kirby? I look forward to next week reviewing the Johnny Manziel uh, documentary uh, on Netflix with you. Thanks, man.